ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. Thanks for the delay. We are here to talk about this past week in professional wrestling, which means we're going to talk about SmackDown. We're going to talk about Raw. And wait a second. Not only was that dele- their delay, that voice sounded different. I'm Owen, joined as always by John. I'm, I'm not doing the voice. It, it's it's not John. It's Oscar. Oscar, heel alternatives own Oscar is here this week. I heard there was brand supremacy, and I, I'm sorry, you, you're you're a week late. Well, as you could tell by how delayed I was with that statement, I'm late on many things. It's true, but we are streaming this live over at twitch.tv slash pro wrestling, and we're monitoring the chat, so uh, if you send us some good questions and observations, we may address them. Yeah, I'm not in the chat, so I'm not in the chat, and I've been told that I can't say my terrible things, so it'll be like a good episode today. I hope it's a good episode. Uh, first, first things first, uh, welcome back to the show. Thank you. I I know you're feeling sick, and that's why I'm back on. It, it, it It's sick. I'm not in my right element, so I've somehow welcomed you back into the show. And But since that time when I banned you, you've been doing some good work, first on our Patreon, covering AEW, and now on your own weekly show, The Heel Alternative. Yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun, like, obviously you and I have done the Takes Bakery and stuff, but it's actually kind of nice to do a podcast where the gimmick isn't that I suck. Yeah, like, I just did it because I thought, because it, it was your idea first off. The, oh no, I, I, oh no, it definitely was my idea, just like, and I'm not, bl- I'm not blaming you, I'm just like, it's nice to actually, like, I know people that listen to the Shakes Bakery and then listen to me on Heal Alternative and, and they're like, oh, we didn't actually realize you were, you were like, good at talking about things. Well, I mean, you were living, you were doing the gimmick, you know? Yes. It's kind of like I'd I'm, rather not, which is another weird gimmick show that we do. Look, it's like how Stephen Colbert on the Colbert Report was a gimmick, but now he's just you know a boring dude. Damn. Well, you're not that boring, so that's a good thing. I even wore a WWE shirt for the occasion today. I'm just wearing the jersey that I wear to all the wrestling shows. I'm wearing my Flyers jersey. Flyers are doing okay. Better than that other Philadelphia team that we're not talking about. Which one? The Eagles or the 76ers? Oh. The, oh, the Sixers are the doing Phillies. Fine. Phillies aren't playing right now. It's the, the Eagles are doing bad. I don't know. Like, I don't know what sports are playing now. Yeah, here, here, let me tell you how bad it is. Uh, the Eagles are playing at home next Monday night for Monday Night Football. I'm going to be on heel turn. Hey. That, that's what I'm doing. I'm not. I'm. I'm doing heel turn instead of going to the football game. I'll. I'll say this. I'm very glad that my team, the last few games, has been doing really good again. We fired our manager and hired goddamn Jose Mourinho, and he has like made the team a, a new team. That's that's pretty awesome. I'm hoping that uh, the Phillies new manager does that, and it seems like he's already started. He already got rid of two of our like longest tenured players. Well, that's good. 
I mean, they were getting the job done, so yeah, awesome. Yeah. Also, considering he's the guy who beat us in the 2009 World Series, I think he knows a thing or two about winning. Phillies manager or Eagles manager? If, uh, Eagles don't have a manager. They have a coach. So, it's manager's baseball. Sorry. They're, the terms are kind of interchangeable to me. Understandable. But, yeah, I'm talking about the Phillies manager is the former manager of the Yankees who beat the Phillies in the 2009 World Series. So he knows the thing about winning, and I know about that firsthand. So I hope he brings it back here. Sports. Yeah, I'm, I'm incredibly lost on all of this sports discussion now. Um, Alright, let me, let me paint a picture for you. Ten years ago, the Phillies were in the World Series. Oh, you mean like in 1993? No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about, we're talking about the, the the time since then that we lost. Ah, did you did you guys also throw rocks at your pitcher's house in two thousand nine? No, we were just we were still on our high from winning to, in two thousand eight. So you know, ah. But yeah, the guy who managed the team that beat us is now managing us. That's cool. So yeah, we're hoping that he can continue to win look it's kind of the nice same thing. as like what Tottenham's doing right now Jose Mourinho was for the longest time like the Chelsea manager and they're like one of our biggest rivals and now he's with us so it's exactly like that because yeah. everyone hates the Yankees I mean it's not as bad as, as our hatred for the Mets but everyone hates the Yankees I'm guessing the Yankees are who beat you in 09 uh Yes, the Yankees are the one to beat us in 09. Because the Mets couldn't, because they're in the same side of the bracket as us. Ah. They're, they're in fact, in our division. Are the Mets a bigger rival? Yes, because they're in our division. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's, uh... Our big rivals in our division are the Mets, the Braves, and the uh, Nationals, who just won the World Series... Uh, that's why you were so angry that the Nationals won. Yeah. And also they were giving shit to our player that we just got from them. That we paid, like, $330 million. Ah. Uh. Don't be a dick to him. He was being nice to them, and they were being a dick to him. So it was not cool. I mean, yeah. I think it... I think it... I think if you leave to go to a major rival... Regardless, people are going to be a dick to you. Well, he wanted to go to a real city. Washington, D.C. is not a real city, so... Give Washington, D.C. statehood. No. I mean, actually, yes, though, like, they deserve to be a state. (laughs) And also, he was like, yeah, I wanted to raise my family in a city with good schools and hospitals. Which Philadelphia has. We're pretty cool. We're a pretty good city. I don't know if you know this. Does Pittsburgh have a baseball team? The Pirates. Oh, right. Yeah, the cool thing about Pittsburgh uh, sports is that all of their teams are black and yellow. All of them. That's actually kind. Of, that's actually kind of cool. I like that kind of. No, it's boring. Mix it up. Like two of our teams have the same colors, 
But we're America's birthplace, so of course they're red, white, and blue. I mean, look, I like I I respect the fact that like most of Toronto's teams are blue and white. Well, it's that's because it's the colors of winter, so it makes sense. It's but like and then fucking Toronto FC has to be red and black. And also the Raptors are like purple. Oh yeah, that's right. The Raptors. Well, they're red and black now. So I, I guess I guess they sometimes bust out the purple. The purple, the purple is when they bust. Also, out how do you forget the Raptors? They just won the NBA championship. Because we weren't talking about basketball at all. All right, fair enough. We were talking about we were talking about hockey and shit. Well, we were talking about hockey, but they're like about baseball too, and footy, and fo- and American football. Hockey's just, like, the only sport anybody in the city cares about, except for when the Raptors are doing well. Which, they're not, so... I'll take your word for it. They, they did beat the Sixers recently, but... Yeah, I know, they had that game on when I was getting my suit made. Yeah, well, you know. It was a good thing, though, because Joel Embiid, our big superstar, scored zero points in that game, and he... Said, yeah, that t- that woke me up. Said, yeah, I should not take it easy anymore. And now he's been like dominating every single game. That's cool. So thanks. Yeah, like I know you seem to have ill will against Toronto sports teams, but like people in Toronto have no problems with Philly. Yeah, because everyone loves Philly, and I hate that. And I hate that people like Philly. Look, to be fair. Most of it just comes down to we're a hockey town that likes violence, and Philly is the violent hockey team. I mean, it's true. We are the violent hockey team. The Broad Street Bullies, baby. I was at that bar. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I took you there. Mm. But yeah. One of these days I'll show you Toronto Landworks. Uh, I'll even let you wear your Philly stuff here. I don't want to. I'll give well, you maybe a, I maybe I do. I don't know. It exert, depends on if I want to get into a fight or not. I kind of don't want to when I'm on vacation. You're not going to get into a fight in Toronto. One. Well, if if it's Maple Leafs fans, yes, because I always do. Okay, but that's on you if you instigate. They instigate by being in my city and blocking the way. If you're in our city, then you're the one instigating. Oh yeah, that's what, of course. But I'm just saying, they instigate every time they're in here. And that's why I'm not allowed to go to the Maple Leafs games anymore. (laughs) Not a joke. My point is, look, you know, if if shit gets started on you, I'll be there. I'm a big dude. I'll defend you. If you start shit, you're on your own. Uh, Fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe I'll end up there for a wrestling show of some sort. Or hey, I'll take you to London one time and we'll really show you what starting shit looks like. No, thanks. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, but you went, I, with I, the, you went with the American fans were there. You yeah, but I, I went to Wembley Stadium and I saw the way that you get into those buildings. I, I fully understand what's happening. That's Again, fucked up. Look, <laughs> those man, gates to get into the stadium are fucked up. When I... Well, those gates, you're talking about the fact that they're so narrow, right? Not that they're narrow, but you have to go through this whole process, and they're, like, closed immediately behind you, and... Yeah. I mean, the the reason crazy. the reason they're narrow is more because back in the 70s, back in, like, the 70s, it used to be, oh, give the guy a fiver, and he'll squeeze you and your mate in, and then this led to, like, a lot of really deadly stadium crushes. Uh-huh. 
So it's like, no, we're not going to make it so that two people can slip past at the same time. Indeed. Sports is fun! Sports is fun. You know what wasn't fun? Uh, professional wrestling? Watching fucking Raw. Well, we're gonna get to Raw. Raw's the main main course, but we gotta get to uh, the, the the appetizer. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting Raw's like the last show on now. Yeah, because it's, it's literally the last thing we saw, which aired right before we did the show. So last time I did this show, it was Raw, and then NXT, then SmackDown. Yeah, well now that it's changed, now it's SmackDown, then it's gonna be Starcade, and then it's gonna be uh, Raw. Cool. So, so before all that, let's uh, let's get into the wrestling news, and I'm gonna press this button. Hey, Oscar. Hey, hey, Owen. Uh, one one news story this week. Okay. Uh, so SmackDown uh aired on Black Friday. That it did. You know what else aired on Black Friday? What aired on Black Friday? Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> Guess which one won in the ratings? Well, obviously, it's the hot show on Fox that all the people love, right? No, it's Frosty. Of course it's Frosty! People like Frosty! I love Frosty the Snowman. I, I mean, I, I wasn't watching anything on TV that night. But if I was, I would have watched Frosty. I love I, that shit. I have never seen Frosty the Snowman. What? You should watch that. It's so good. I've I've mentioned before that like I didn't really watch a lot of Christmas stuff growing up. Have you have you heard the song? It's in Rocksmith. I may say, have you like listened to the song? Yeah, like, I've played lyrics? it. I've played it in Rocksmith. Yeah, but I'm paid, I may say, if you pay attention to the lyrics and know the story. No. See, that's the problem. If you listen to the story, then you, then you know everything. Like, they put a hat on the snowman, he comes to life, he plays with the kids, and then he it gets hot out and he melts away. Huh. It's fun. I, again, I like... Stuff. Again, like, growing up, my holiday stuff was fucking Eight Crazy Nights, and... And, like, that Rugrats... You have the Rugrats uh, Hanukkah special. That Rugrats Hanukkah special where the grandfather, uh-huh. his design comes from some super fucking anti-Semitic shit. Yep. But, you know, I know you don't celebrate Christmas. I mean, I do want... have a big tree up. Well, a small tree up right now. Well, if you want some essential Christmas viewing... Uh, I have two two things for you to watch, and they are my all time favorites. One is a year without a Santa Claus. Uh huh. And the other is Santa Claus is coming to town. The Bruce Springsteen song. No. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I do kind of like that Bruce Springsteen song. I mean, it's not just his song. You understand that it's like a classic Christmas song, yes? Oh, and it's his song. No, it's not. If it's playing over the speaker, it's his version. Fine. Point is, you should see this too. It's two of those uh, stop motion ones. They're fantastic. I do. I do actually have some 
memories from a kid of the British Christmas special, The Snowman. Is it scary? It's not scary, but it, it also has, like, one of the all-time great Christmas songs in it in Walking in the Air. I don't know that song. I will link it to you. Nightwish does a cover of it. It's fucking awesome. I will listen to that after the show. Yes! Um, You you should seriously watch those two specials. They are my all-time favorites. And they're great. (sighs) Frosty's also great. Um, Rudolph is also great. Yeah, again, like, I just... I I feel like just because I have no Christmas nostalgia... You and I should watch some Christmas specials. That's what we should do. We bring back the Takes Bakery? No, we're not going to do a commentary. I mean, just you and me just hanging out. Watch the Christmas specials. And I, I want to hang out with you again. Come hang out with me. Maybe I'll book a plane ticket for the right month. Yeah, that's the key thing. <laughs> you should, see, if, if you were here later this, this week, you'd come to PAX, but... I'm not coming... Busy time of year. It's the busy... I will hang out with you in February when nothing happens. No, I'm busy February. What do you do in February? I'm going to PAX. Oh, wait, why is there a PAX in February? I don't know. I thought... It should be later, but at the, end of, at the end of February is PAX East. I thought PAX East was like in August. No, that's, that's PAX West. Oh, they're all the same. PAX East is usually around Easter. But ah. now it's near it's near Valentine's Day this year for some reason. I'll hang out with you in July. July might work. <laughs> I'll have to see. You know, I'll 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 come down I'll I'll come down we'll go to the beach. I'll I'll introduce you to the beach and maybe you'll enjoy it this time. <laughs> now that you that, that you'll be at like a good beach. Yeah, I mean, I think... I've been to Mexico and, like, Dominican and stuff. I've been on the beach there. It's not like that. Nothing, Nothing's like that. I've You're setting been... the bar way too high for me, man. I can't I can't hit those highs. It's okay. I've also been to the beaches in England, which have which are, like, stone beaches. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm aware of those ones. Nope. It's better than that. But, you know, they do have Brighton Rock. Mm-hmm. A mint candy and a stick. I don't like mint, so can't help you there. It has words in it, and when you suck it, you see the words. When you suck it, like yeah. Generation X. Uh, more like more like Michael Cole plugging plugging Jolly Ranchers and telling you to keep on sucking. Oh boy, I'm not. not Remember sure. that. <laughs> I wish I didn't. <laughs> Oh, how was SmackDown, Owen? Oh, or is there still news going on? No, that was that was all the news. I just, I just wanted to get you this. Just tell me about sucking it. Yeah, I mean, also MJF just tweeted that he's expected a Hanukkah sweater from uh, One Hour Tees, and then and then tagged like all the Jewish wrestlers and the fucking like Anti Defamation League. Fucking what? MJF <laughs> is awful. He's a good heel. It's a cause I can get behind, to be honest. 
Uh, let's talk about SmackDown. It happened on Friday night. No one watched it, unfortunately. But, but I, I, I watched it later. If that helps. Was it worth watching? And yes. Looking at what I wrote down, yes. I'm going to say yes. Because the big thing to come out of this was uh, that The Fiend did the thing that I said he should have done at the beginning of November. What did he do? Oh, yeah. He, I said that Bray Wyatt should have one belt, and The Fiend should have his own special belt, and it should be The Fiend's face. And they fucking did it. And yeah. they're selling that shit on WWE Shop for over $6,000. I mean, look. I, I looked at the belt, and... It's as, pretty good. As, well... No, I think it pains me to say it because it's a Tom Savani piece. And it like looks cool shit. And like Tom Savani's a fucking legend. Yeah, so don't say anything bad about it. It's great. But and so it's like, yeah, I get why an actual handcrafted thing would be sixty five hundred US dollars. But also, uh, do you do you understand why it's the face, right? Tell me why it's the face. Did you see the uh, Survivor Series and how the fiend looked stupid with the blue belt? No, not not that part. The part about how he carried the belt. Uh yes, I did. Where he has it wrapped around his neck and it's over his face. Yeah. So now it gets... So it's his mask over his mask now. It's cool. Yeah. Double mask. Yeah. Okay. I'm into it. It's it's it, uh, When you see it in action, it'll be cool. But that'll require me to have to watch another WWE pay-per-view while The Fiend is still champion. And let's face it, he's not holding the belt for a while. I don't know, he's kind of, like, un- unstoppable. I could see him take carrying it in the Mania. Where he will lose it to... John Cena. Yes, I was gonna say John Cena. Goddamn right, he's gonna be John Cena. Um... The Fiend's all, like, unstoppable, but he's never faced hustle, loyalty, and respect. His three Hear me weaknesses. out. Hear me out. The Fiend faces Bray Wyatt in the Firefly Funhouse. No, but that doesn't make sense. Is it a title unification match? Because they both no. got belts. No, because it's then revealed that someone else was the Fiend the whole time. It was Luke Harper. <laughs> <laughs> just, just pull a black scorpion here and make the Fiend Ric Flair. No, come on. Clark <laughs> can't take any bumps. Exactly, that's why he's been booked so unstoppable in his using No, he's like every bump. <laughs> the Fiend he is got... actually... <laughs> say it? The Fiend is actually Mick Foley. Alright, I can believe that one. He's, in, he's stupid enough. And it's building to... It's building to Mick Foley versus The Undertaker at no. Crown Jewel in no. a Hell in a Cell match. No, not again. 
Did you see that Undertaker interview? I don't want to see him in a ring ever again. Okay, but one, you know Mick Foley would do it, despite the fact he that he shouldn't. And he you know The Undertaker would do it, and you know the MBS would want it. I don't want this. <laughs> it's not a matter stop of what it. you want. I know, stop it. Stop this, stop this nonsense. But yeah, uh, um, I wish I liked that Fiend title more than I did. Uh, well, well, I enjoy it. It's, it's a cool... Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, uh, that's not all though, because the Firefly Funhouse appeared multiple times on this episode of SmackDown. He okay. told Husk. He told Huskus about uh, that everything you've learned about Thanksgiving is a lie. Okay. It was actually, it was not between the uh, the Pilgrims and the Native Americans. You know was who it was between. between? Between, is between the muscle men and the reptilians. Oh, cool! Bo Dallas is at the Firefly Funhouse now. Exactly. What he did his whole dance about the muscle man dance, and he told you not to listen to the reptilians or the Illuminati because they're going to warp your mind and take over all the industry. So don't 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 let them in, but let let let, let the fiend in. I have a question for you, because I haven't really watched in a while. Sure. You can ask me plenty of questions, because I know you haven't watched in a while. Is Firefly Funhouse still good, or is it starting to feel like diminishing returns? It's hit and miss, but I think it was hits this week. Alright, just because I hear, when, when you were saying, like, they redid the Muscle Man dance again, it's like, are they getting to a point where they're just, like, redoing the shit that worked? No, the Muscle Man dance has appeared multiple times. Like, oh. it's a recurring bit. Okay. Like, it's it spread out when it happens, but yeah. The Muscle Men fought the Reptilians in the Battle of Thanksgiving, apparently. And that's pretty fun. Yeah, alright. And also, and also P- Devil uh, Puppet Vince showed up for a second. It was dancing. For no reason. <laughs> Again, this sounds a lot like the first Muscle Man dance pit. Yeah, but also had reptilian symbols and Illuminati triangles. So, it was different. Yeah, alright. Also, yeah, it's great because he has one shirt that has normal Bray Wyatt on it that says, you can't hurt it. And then when it swaps to The Fiend, he's wearing the same shirt, but it's got The Fiend on it. Does it say you can't heal it? No, it it still says you can't hurt it. Okay. Because you because you literally can't do anything to the fiend. It's unstoppable. But the whole point of this is he wants Danny Bryan to play with him again. Because he had so much fun playing Danny Bryan and destroying him. Daniel Bryan back to being a face? Yes, because in the that's what they explained, because he was at a backstage segment with the Miz, where the Miz was mentioning that every t- opponent that the Fiend has faced in the ring, they've changed. Like, Finn Balor, he changed into, like, a heel and is now in NXT. Seth Rollins changed from being, you know, the big babyface to being a whiny little bitch, which, hey, to most, to most people, that that's not a change, but... <laughs> Seth Rollins changed from being interesting to being not. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, as as uh, our friend Derp in the chat says, Brian is very much over again as a face, and it's because the fans wouldn't let the Yes mo- movement die on him. And that's exactly what he brought up, because the fans did not give up on him. Uh, in the middle of the match, they were guessing he finally embraced it, but it still wasn't enough. And on SmackDown, he fully embraced it, and the Fiend changed him for the better because it put him back in the Yes movement. Alright. But then, the Fiend came out from under, through the ring and dragged him to hell. Oh, the Fiend is, the Fiend is Kane, and uh, Daniel Bryan is Brie Bella in that feud. Uh, not quite, because uh, the Fiend started pulling things out, and it was a bunch of hair. Okay. Uh, he pretty much pulled out all of Danny Bryan's hair. As you do. So, so the Fiend is Awesome Kong. Maybe. Uh, we don't know what happened to Brian, though, because, but he might not have hair anymore. Is the Fiend one of the eight million ways to die? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. But yeah, um, the, the whole point of that, though, was uh, Bray Wyatt appeared right before that on the screen and said that there was promised to be a new face on the Firefly Funhouse, and he hadn't you know, done that the whole episode. So my theory is that he's going to take all that hair from Dan Bryan and turn it into a puppet. Isn't that new face the belt? Some people think that, but I think he's going to take the hair and turn it into a uh, puppet. I mean, I have also seen the theory that it's going to be Liv Morgan as Sister Abigail. It's not. She's never going to do anything. Come on. I mean, you know why they have that theory, right? Why? So, in WWE 2K20... Oh, God. Liv Morgan has this, like, new singles theme that sounds a lot like the Fiend's music. Yeah? And a lot of people are like, Okay, this is weird, and that's never been used on TV, and also isn't the thing she's using on house shows. Like, this is clearly a weird thing that WWE decided to give 2K as Liv Morgan's music. Is she Sister Abigail? It's not gonna happen. And despite Derp in the chat saying hashtag free live, it's it's this is not me hating on Liv Morgan as usual. This is just me saying WWE ain't gonna do shit. I mean the actual answer is, as always, Sister Abigail is Bray Wyatt and Drake. No, we're not we're, no, we're not bringing that up. Come on. Let's I, talk about I, something else from the past, shall we? Yeah. Uh do you remember Seamus? Yeah, he's the guy from the bar that has all those lines. What if I told you that he's not with the bar anymore? Does he have the limes? I th- we we don't know. He didn't he didn't come out. He was back. Oh. He did a backstage video <laughs> where he was I, talking shit. I did see this, and what is a shorty G? This is, it's this is a good look. I liked this look at the time. It's still like a good look. Well, yeah, this is a visual look. Yeah, and like, don't get me wrong, I really liked his bar look. This is a good fucking look for Sheamus. Yeah, this is much easier to maintain than a fucking mohawk. 
Is it? This yes. looks like some spiked up hair. It it just looks like normal hair. You don't have to freaking you know have a mohawk all the time. You can actually like have a normal haircut if you style it the right way. I'm just amazed that he brought back the Seamus like the classic beard too. Yeah, it's it's good. I, I'm I'm happy with this. I'm glad I am it's something that was missing and I feel like he doesn't need to do the bar stuff anymore because Cesaro's got his own thing. Yeah. You know what Cesaro's thing is? Not being booked? No. The New Day had an open challenge for the, the tag titles. And it was answered by Nakamura and Cesaro. Well, that that's great, because Nakamura doesn't have an association with a wrestler that could be a tag partner. What? Why is it not Nakamura and Sami Zayn? Sami Zayn is their manager. Why? Let Sami Zayn wrestle. Who? No, he can't do that. Zara's... Not- I, let me tell you something. Cesaro and Nakamura are a good tag team. This match was cool. Sure, but also, like, just fucking let Sami Zayn wrestle. What are you doing with Sami Zayn? I, I think he might be okay with this. Then he takes to take less bumps and he can extend his career a little longer. He's and he's actually getting on television, so let him let him have this. Bring back the electric chair. No, never. But yeah, it was a great match, and uh, the New Day retained the belts because, of course, they did. Yeah, but it was good to see Cesaro and Nakamura have like a excellent match because it's been a while. Wasn't Cesaro in like NXT UK for a while? No, he just showed up on that one takeover. Oh. Anything you else happened on SmackDown? You know who else was on this episode? Who else? Drew Gulak. Oh, okay. He fought Mustafa Ali. Did, did you know Mustafa Ali has his first name back? I did know Mustafa Ali has his first name back. He's cool. He beat Drew Gulak. Cool. But that's not the important thing. The important thing is if you went on to social media... And you saw the interview with Kathy Kelly had with Drew Gulak. And that was the good shit. That's the shit I want. Because she was asking about him, like, constantly losing. And his response was, well, yeah, I keep doing this stuff because I care. Like, that's why I keep trying to explain these people this shit. Like, that's why I was trying to help Strowman. It's because I care. And if I don't, if I quit, it means I don't care and I don't have a purpose. So I'm just going to keep trying to spread my message and fuck the haters. Sure, why the fuck not? Um, look, there was only one person on 205 Live that I was, like, really into. And he it's kept, Drew Gulak. He kept losing all the time. Is it Drew Gulak? No, it was Noam Dar. No, he's he's on NXT UK now. It's fine. I know. Noam Dar's fucking awesome. He's pretty good on UK. And also, uh... Noam Dar still has the best finisher name in WWE. And also, JJ in the chat saying, Don't you badmouth our homeboy, Drew. I would never badmouth him. I just said that he lost. Because he did. And he's awesome. He's He's one of my favorites. 
Drugulite was cool when he was doing the no chant thing. He's always cool. Yeah, he was cool but... when he was cruiserweight champion. He just had badass matches. He was cruiserweight champion. Yeah, dude. Okay, cruiserweight champion for a while. I haven't watched an episode of Two Hundred Five Live since the one we went to when they brought out Drake Maverick for the first time. Yeah, Drew Gulak had a good run as cruiserweight champion. Like, that is successful. the last time I. That's the last time I watched Two Hundred Five Live. Like he won it in a triple threat when Tony Nese was champion. Tony Nese was champion. Yeah, d- dude. A lot of people have been champion. Fuck. And he did not uh, pin Tony Nese. So at the following pay per view, he says, "I'm a man of honor. I'm going to give you. I I want I want to challenge you for my title and prove that I didn't win as a fluke. I won because I'm a better wrestler." And that match was awesome, and he retained his belt. That's cool. Yeah, Drew Gulak is awesome. Um, yeah. I wish he got to actually have personality on the show and not just the PowerPoints and actually get to be a you know a wrestling encyclopedia like he actually is. Um, yeah, like I again, I liked Drew Gulak when he. Doing his for a better two hundred five live thing, he kind of was also doing that as champion, but less like jokey and more like serious. Okay, was like he in the was he in the Zo train? Yes, remember he was the one who cut the promos for him, right? When he lost his voice, say what you will. I liked that run. No, I, I no, he, you don't get to, you don't get to say that. Drew Gulak was good in that bit. The guy he was doing it for was, is it was and always will be bad. I I still think he's at a that that nope nope no heel turn. Oh, it's definitely a heel turn. Okay, you, um, you know you know who else was on this episode of SmackDown? Who else was on this episode of SmackDown? Elias. Oh, he came. He's back. Because Drake Maverick was being a fucking creep. Does Elias... Is Elias still a face? He is clearly a face in this bit because uh, Drake Maverick was trying to hold mistletoe over Dana Brooke and get a smooch when he is married. I hate Drake Maverick's character so much. And also, he should not be messing with Batista's girl. Also, how did you not lead with Dana Brooke is on TV again? She's the best. She's been she's been on during the Survivor series. I didn't watch much of that. But yeah, Dan, also Dana Brooke's busy on Twitter getting dates with Batista. Yeah, I mean that that's cool. That shit's awesome. I'm I'm, I'm all about that. Um yeah, like getting dates on Twitter is awesome. Uh I'll take your word for it. You should. That's, 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 that's what happened for me. Cool. Yes, sir. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm all about this because we're. I I know for a fact it works. So go for it. I I I use Twitter to like look at lefty shit. You use Twitter for what? I I use Twitter 
my, my Twitter feed's mostly just like lefty shit now and wrestlers. That's that's cool. I follow David Starr, so sometimes it's wrestlers talking about lefty shit. That sounds doesn't sound actually that bad. That sounds okay. Yeah, mine's, Twitter, all, mine's all over the place. Twitter's cool when you like get rid of the Nazis. Well, I don't follow any Nazis, so I'm fine. I, 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 I block people so much on Twitter. It's awesome. I don't actually think I've ever blocked anyone on Twitter. I have such a long list of blocks. Like, oh my god, if anyone says anything like pro-Trump, that's a block. Uh, if people are harassing people that I that I like on Twitter, that, that's a block. If that's... you're just spamming like, like J-pop model gifts. K-pop. Or no... Yeah, you're okay. Whatever, whichever it is. It's K-pop. I I don't look at it long enough. I just block it because I'm like you're just wasting my time. <laughs> I block so many people on Twitter. It's awesome. So yeah, that's how you get Twitter to be good. You just block all the bad stuff, and then everything left is okay. Yeah. Hey, follow me on Twitter. No, I follow you on other accounts. It's fine. I would follow I me on Twitter. No, I see your stuff. It's fine. <laughs> you pop up in my feed anyway because it says, "Oh, this other person follows Oscar." Here's a tweet from his. I'm like, I don't. I, I know. Stop. Stop Twitter. <laughs> oh, fucking follow me on Twitter. No. <laughs> the pro wrestling not cool account follows you on Twitter, and it doesn't follow nearly anyone. Um, there you go. You're welcome. Anyone else come back on SmackDown? Uh, no, but th- there is one more segment to talk about. Uh, what about Alexa Bliss? She came back. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was going to talk about that with Starcade because they kind of ruined the surprise by announcing the Starcade match before this happened. <laughs> I like Alexa Bliss a lot, too. I didn't say I, I like. Wish- Oh, you don't? I still don't like Alexa Bliss. I like Alexa Bliss a lot, and I just wish that she would stop getting hurt. She's a better small wrestler than the other company has. I'll give her that. Most of, like, yeah, because the other company doesn't have a women's division. And the women's division's getting better. I'll talk about this on Wednesday if I'm on the show. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. But that's not, this isn't the show for that. Instead, we're going to talk about the SmackDown Women's Division and talk about how uh, Sasha and Bailey were talking shit about the the whole division and uh, the number one babyface on SmackDown shows up. And Rusev? In the Women's Division. Are you... S- okay. Don't... You, you don't... Don't go down that route. I didn't go down that route... <laughs> But but also the answer is also still bad. It's Lacey Evans. She's a face now. Yep. I don't think you understand where SmackDown was this week. Where was SmackDown? Where was it this week? Actually, I didn't watch it. Birmingham, Alabama. Okay, yeah, she plays there. Oh, she played there big time because the crowd was chanting her name and they were so behind her. Holy shit. Hey, man, they love women's rights. Oh, she delivered a women's right. Right across Sasha <laughs> Banks' face. 
Not gonna lie, it's not a bad name for a finisher. Oh no, it's great. I, I, I like that. And you know what? Lacey Evans said good here. And the crowd was way behind it, and it was it weirded me out. I said, you know what? It's Fox. Fuck it. Go ahead. Have your southern military lady be the face. Sassy southern be- Does your Titan Shrug still say that? I'm, I haven't noticed, but probably. They call her that. <laughs> cool. Whatever. Sure. Let, let, let her face Bailey. That's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Like, it's fine. <laughs> she I is guess. fine. Yeah, she's she fine. Ha- she has a fun move set in 2K20. Yeah, she has a. I'm curious to see if she's improved since that uh, feud with Becky Lynch. She was quite limited then. So maybe some might, some might say that feud is still going on. It's not. It felt like it was on forever. No, I just it was just a summer feud. It's fine. It 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 stopped. It's 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 dead now. That's good to know. But, uh, you know what else happened this weekend? What else happened this weekend? Starcade. Uh, why are they ruining? I actually, I know why they're. The cynic in me wants to say they're deliberately just making Starcade shitty now, so that they can keep the trademark alive, but also say "fuck you, Rhodes family." It wasn't shitty. Oh yeah, what? It was a, I hated. I, this was a bad show. Say that there was well, one. There was a good match on it. Let's 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 talk. About, like it wasn't like a full on pay per view. It was just a little special. But the important thing was that the commentary team was Tom Phillips and Byron Saxton. Okay, I miss those two. They aren't on any of the shows. They're not. No. <sighs> when they changed up the thing, both Tom and Byron disappeared. I think Tom's doing NXT UK now. Weird. And for the time being, he's doing regular NXT because Morrow is gone. Thanks, Corey. Fucking Corey Graves. So, yeah. I haven't heard these two in a while, and I really, really enjoy them. So it was a nice breath of fresh air. I, I hope they use them more. But yeah, the yeah. show kicked off with the Kevin Owens show, and the guest was Ric Flair, because it's Starcade, and every Starcade needs Ric Flair. Yeah. Ric Flair has... Ric Flair wants you to know he has black friends. What? He was like, I love the Street Profits, and I'm not racist I, I, at all. I, I didn't make that connection at all. I think this is just... <laughs> Ric Flair, I will always just think... I, I can't not think of Ric Flair as just being super fucking racist now ever since it was pointed out to me, all the shit he did. Oh, yeah. I want to say it's a different time, but also, yeah. Yeah. Was... I mean, some of this goes back, like, not that long ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. Did you hear the thing he said though? 
No. Well, what I heard on a lot show, of things he said on the show. Did he, he say said, the N word? He's no, he didn't say the N word. Come okay. on, that's your bit. It's Ric Flair. It would. It's Ric Flair in the South. It wouldn't surprise me. He said thirty six years ago, because that's when Starcade started. Nobody back there was go. That's going to be wrestling tonight. We're alive. 36 years ago. Surely there are people... Hey, 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 Oscar. Yeah? Bobby Lashley's 43. Bobby Lashley's 43? Yeah, dude. Also, isn't AJ Styles in his 40s? He wasn't on the show. Was he in a dark match or something? He might have been, but I'm talking about on the show, Uh. televised show, he was not on there. But Bobby Lashley was, and he is, older than 36. To be fair, to be fair, I might have had the same reaction of Ric Flair of like, no way is Bobby Lashley that old. Well, turns out, there you go. So he looks good. Bobby Lashley looks really good. Yeah, he, yeah, ask Lana about that. <laughs> <clears throat> are Bobby Lashley and Lana having sex? Oh, of course they are. They Ooh. always fucked in the ring that one week. It was awesome. They was pulled an edge and Lita. It was pretty. It was pretty rad. Yeah, rad's the way I would describe. We'll get to that when we talk about Raw. Oh, I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, the, good, <laughs> the Good Brothers interrupted, and, uh, and then it turned into Street Profits against the Good Brothers. Oh, this was pretty much a house show style match, but Montez is awesome, and I love his moves and his energy, and the Street Profits won. The Street Profits are really good. Yeah, I like them a lot. Um, And then was the good match on the show? Um, There were only three matches, crying out loud. It was the fatal four-way for the women's tag titles, the Kabuki Warriors defending against Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks and Bailey, and Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. And... uh, yeah, yeah, no, they, this, this match was good. They're all talented women. I just don't like that they announced this match before Alexa made her comeback on SmackDown. I don't like the new Kabuki Warriors music. I, I like it. It's better than what they had. Uh, you mean Asuka's theme? No, that's not what it was. Should've it was just... a swipey swipe of the two th- of her and Kyrie's themes. Should have just been... if They should have just had Asuka's theme. That would have been <laughs> But she's Oscar still uses it when she's by herself. Also, I don't like the fact that Kyrie Sane doesn't have her pirate gimmick anymore, only because they're doing a pirate themed WrestleMania in like three months. I like her new gimmick. But Owen, they're going to a stadium that literally has a big pirate ship in there. She's a heel. Just let her have her. Pirates can be bad guys. Maybe she'll like bust out the she'll like wear like black pirate gear for the uh, show. You know, she, if, might, she might do it. Yeah, you know, to as, she might as, swing in on a rope. As Dan Reichert figured out that one time, pirates are bad guys. The fucking idiot! Don't bring <laughs> up Dan Reichert. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But my point is, you're doing a pirate show. Just have her be an evil pirate. She'll, 
she will be on that show. She and Oscar both be like evil pirates for that show. You know it. A lot of people are going to do pirate gimmicks during that show. But there is a pirate-themed wrestler! That's fine. There will be other pirate-themed wrestlers. I mean, bring back Paul Burchill. They will. Don't worry. Just have have him in a backstage segment. I, I don't know if he's cancelled or not. I think he might be cancelled. I don't know. I mean... Didn't he have that angle where he tried to sleep with his sister? Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. But that's not... But she's not I don't think actual, that was an angle. I don't think she's his actual sister, is she? I don't, I don't know, dude. <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> but, yeah. They, they, um, finally, they finally got to do what they wanted to do with Ken and Ryan Shamrock. Or with... With Shane, Shane and Stephanie. Stephanie. Yep. God, uh, though, I kind of want to see that angle. No. Just no. <laughs> Oscar, Sorry. No. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, the, still one thing, the one complaint I have about this match is that I don't like Fatal Four Ways, where there's only two people legal. I hate, and I I don't, and like to complain about the other show for a bit too. It's like. I don't like the way that multi that like triple threat or fatal four way tag matches work. I don't know why you can't just have one member of each team in the ring. Here's the thing: at Survivor Series, that's what they did. They had a member of each team be legal. And I yeah. don't know why they can't do that all the time. <laughs> like it's not just WWE; it's just a wrestling problem. I know it's a wrestling problem. Wrestling is... Might be bad. No, wrestling's good. It can it can be bad sometimes, but also, at the end of the day, wrestling is good. Yeah, I'll accept that. But yeah, this match was... was you know, despite that limitation, the match was really fun. Everyone got their, their bits, and the right team won because... Uh, Asuka did the Asuka lock to Nikki Cross. Then came the match that's the actual reason I watched this show for. Oh, you mean the last man standing match between Bobby Lashley and Rusev? Yeah, the last man standing match between Bobby Lashley and Rusev. That Bobby Lashley won. Yeah. By forfeit. Yeah. Oh, I, I think this worked out. No, it didn't! Not when you only promote three matches on the show, and you don't deliver one of them. No, because you got you got Kevin Owens versus... Uh, I don't care about Kevin Owens versus Lashley. Lash, yeah, but Lashley's not fucking Kevin Owens' wife. You don't know that. It's true, but not in public. Yet. You're, is Lashley just Samoa Joe now? Yeah. <laughs> Did you not hear Samoa Joe being super supportive of AJ Styles in commentary? It was a cover-up. <laughs> Do you think Lashley and Samoa Joe go to swingers parties? Oh, you know it. You know it, man. Uh, Why did yeah. my... Just... 
I wanted Lashley versus Rusev because it means this fucking feud has a blow off now. I don't care who wins. I just want it to be over. It's never ending. Oh, it's great though because at the end of the match, Lana handed Lashley a chair, and that cute Rusev to come through the crowd, breaking the restraining order, and they had this crazy brawl all around the outside. There's only 83 days left on the restricting order. And the crowd was popped huge for it, and it was awesome, and Rusev is a badass. And fuck the police. I don't know, the crowd was really into Rusev, and I was kind of into Rusev, too. Yeah, because Rusev's fucking awesome! He deserves better than this! I I don't know, it's getting people talking. That's all I'm saying. It's, it's, (sighs) It's getting people talking. It's got him in a big prominent spot. Can Rusev and Lana like remind TMZ that they're married so they can just kill this feud like they did the Summer Ray one? That's the thing. I don't know. I don't know what's happening between those two for real. I th- I think there might actually be some trouble in their marriage. <sighs> like. Like, I think look. Lashley might actually be fucking Lana, is what I'm saying. But, like, look. Uh, I My fear for this is that Rusev is going to wind up like Mark Marrow. Explain. Remember the Mark Marrow-Sable feud? Mm-hmm. And how that ended with Mark Marrow and Sable having... Legitimate marriage troubles and Mark Marrow just getting buried. Do you remember Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth? Yeah. Similar thing happened. Yeah, but the writers weren't being like, ooh, Miss Elizabeth is going to be fucking a huge star for us. Yeah, Hulk Hogan? Yeah, of course not. <sighs> Look. Uh, yeah. This is going to end with Rusev taking Lana's shitty finisher. I think going to end with those two having an actual divorce. That's what I think. And it sucks. That's the first thing I said going into the feud. Or they've been playing Lashley the whole time. Remember the Remember the Rusev-Enzo feud? No, I, if they're really going to go, if they want to go really crazy with this, it ends up with Rusev and Lashley together. Hear me out. What if Rusev is the father of Maria Kanellis' baby? No, they're not. They dropped that whole thing. Why did they drop that? <laughs> did Paul Heyman be like, I finally found the one thing that I can get off to. I don't need to figure out any other combinations of wrestlers. Yeah, it's, it's Lashley and Lana. Who's getting off to this more, Paul Heyman or Vince? Yes. I I have my theory, but I want I want to know who you think. I think I think Lashley's getting off to it the most. <laughs> Give me a Vince McMahon Paul Heyman cuck feud. No, they, they do that behind closed doors. Come on. But a that's camera. Not pu- <laughs> that's not for public consumption. 
Also, they haven't they haven't announced the twenty dollar tier for the network yet. <laughs> that's true. But yeah, that's Starcade. Should you have your way to see it? No. Is it not? Is it a waste of an hour of your time? Yes. Eh, no. I, mean, I felt I felt like I could have done better things in that hour. It's a good thing to have on and, you know, watch the, the Fatal 4-Way and then watch Rusev beat the shit out of stuff. Don't watch, don't watch the Rusev bit. It's fucking terrible. I don't know. I was kind of into it. <sighs> I was into it, too. And what they're doing. Serves so he much He likes it. He's enjoying this angle and so is the crowd. We don't know that he's enjoying it. Yeah, he's like like gone on the record, so like, yeah, dude. Like I'm getting like a ton of attention and yeah, a lot of people think it's stupid, but have you seen the views? Like a lot of people are watching these clips. I'm getting over. I mean look, I can't people hate on this. For him. I can't hate on this too much because people were chanting on him. People were chanting for him before. Rusev but now they're is, using him. They're, Rusev, they're letting him. They're letting him do stuff with the chance. They sh- why did they not fucking like do shit when he was super popular with the Rusev Day shit? He got Aiden English over. Yeah, because they fucked up. They're not fucking up this time. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of people were way into what happened tonight on Raw. Let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Uh, so, yeah, the show opened with Seth Rollins giving his apology. No, 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 no. The show opened with AOP talking foreign. Well, that's came- true. They came out of that mysterious black van and then were like talking in a different language and the woman was... Is that Kathy Kelly? No, that was uh, Charlie Caruso. Uh, then Charlie Caruso's like, yeah, I don't know what you're saying. But that's no, she, cool. But she, she identified both languages they were speaking. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, I don't understand You know, Punjab or uh, what, was it? what was the other language? I don't remember. But yeah, she at least acknowledged that she knew what the languages were that they were talking. That 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 is progressive for WWE. Uh, how how much were you hoping that Paul Ellering was coming out of that fan too? I miss Paul Ellering so much. He was so good. He added a lot to the AOP. I know. I just wanted to bring him up because I knew how much you love him. I love Paul Ellering. There was also a sign that just said The Man Beck Lynch And that made me laugh Yeah Signs signs were uh, Top notch I love misspelled signs (laughs) Were there any other good ones? I, I only noticed that one sign Because then Seth Rollins came out, and he you can tell he's, like, evil because his hair's tied back. And also, he sucks at promos again, like, during the Authority days. Mm-hmm. 
Or maybe Seth Rollins just always sucked. Those. Well, tell me, tell me about his promo. Just like I, am, I am like, I did nothing to do with the AOP and Kevin Owens. I'm sorry. And Kevin Owens came out and he's like, "That's bullshit." And he said shit on TV, and that was cool. And he's like, I know, because I'm in Nashville, and it smells like a rodeo. And I, you're lying, because your lips are moving, and and the segment's so long. It was. Then Lana came out, and she gets to speak. Oh boy, does Lana get to speak. She also got to wear that dress, and Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're, you're talking to the wrong person here. I'm just saying. Like I like I I pointed that out to you like when we were watching live, I'm like, what the fuck? That dress is a way too much. And is I it? Yeah, the, the strapless thing and the looked like she was gonna fall out of it. It was way too much. I thought it was a nice dress. It was a nice dress. It's just not a dress that you want to wear when you are like moving around a lot. On television. Then Lana just cut this like promo on Rusev to, to Kevin Owens and and she's like, uh oh, Rusev is gonna go to jail and I wish I was in jail because I probably wouldn't have to watch Raw. Well too bad. You agreed to be on tonight and this is your punishment. This Lana shit is like some of the worst TV I've ever seen. And they're like consistently making this. They're finding ways to make this worse every week. And you're interested in it. I need. There comes a point when it's like, I need to know how this goes. Exactly. That's the point. It's working. It's for the same reason, like, I was way into Geordie Shore for a while. Yeah? Yeah. And then I'm like. Why the fuck am I watching this? Or the same reason I watch, like, Love Island. Except Love Island is actually entertaining sometimes. But the point is, you haven't stopped watching it yet. Well, I had to watch it for this show. It's true. I, I would have, like, I stopped watching it after this. Well, I also have to keep watching. See, I have to watch it every week. So, you know. You don't, you don't have to watch it every week. It's what literally what the show's about. I do it so other people don't have to. I'm doing and, a service. And then they made Owens and Lashley a match, and it's like, oh yeah, because Owens is like, I want to fight. I want to fight AOP, and Seth Rollins is like, I'll be your tag partner against AOP, and Kevin Owens is like, no, I'm gonna fight AOP, and then AOP are like, fuck no, and then Lana's like. You can fight Lashley because my Rusev. Yeah, that match happened, and like, yeah, whatever. I, 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 you got all of that wrong. Oh, all I could you, think about during all of this was like, remember when they brought back Lashley, and the plan was like he's gonna fight Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam because Lashley's like a big deal, and then not. No. Then AOP beat up Kevin Owens, and I think the crowd was chanting USA during it. I don't think that happened. 
shit about. Or you watch the same show, all of this seems inaccurate. <laughs> so let, is, let me lay out what happened. This is very much how I remember. Seth Raw. Rollins came out to issue his apology, and he tried to apologize to Owens personally, and Owens came out and said, "You're a fucking liar." Then the AOP came out because so Owens, far, so far, I'm accurate. And Owens claimed that it was that he was in it with AOP. And AOP said, and Rollins said no, and AOP came out, and he said, look, this, this is the shit. And then the AOP said, we'll fight both of you, fuck you. Rollins said no, I'm out. He left. AOP left. Owens wanted to still fight, so he issued a challenge. And that's when Lana and Rusev came out. Lana and, and Lana, Lashley. And, Lashley, yeah. Lana then- and... and and Lashley came out, and Lana just talked, and and Owens did the same thing that everyone at home is doing: was shut the fuck up, stop talking, please stop talking. Is you keep talking, and then he fought Lashley. Maybe they were chanting Rusev Day. I think they were chanting Rusev Day. I choose to believe in my head that AOP beating up Kevin Owens got USA chance. No, it was Rusev Day. I, I like that better. No, it was 100% Rusev Day. And then AOP dragged Kevin Owens out, which all I can say is like, yas, drag him, AOP daddy. The segment's Did so you just f- say, drag him, AOP daddy? Yes. Alright, I'm gonna write that down. This segment's still fucking going on now, and, like, Rusev comes out from the crowd, and it's a testament to how good Rusev is that somehow he's still over. And then, oh yeah, Lana has her own, like, private security now, because she's like, if my Rusev comes out, I want the detectives to arrest him, because I had to file a restraining order against my Rusev. Well, yeah, because he jumped them at Sarcade, so it makes sense. <laughs> There's a 90-day restraining order on him. There's 83 days left of it. Hey, guess what? And fucking Lashley the, got arrested. No, no, before that, Rusev jumped him anyway, and the, and the detectives did jack shit. Well... <laughs> The detectives did jack shit. They just stood there. <laughs> this is America. Don't catch you slipping. No, it's it's Tennessee. They do things differently there. Tennessee's in America! I know, but that's what they said. They said, we're in Tennessee, we do things different around here. Oh, they did say that, didn't they? And then they fucking arrested Lashley, which they explained later, thank God. Because he shoved them. And they arrested Lana, too. Because you slapped an officer. You can't do that. They both assaulted officers. Look, look, Lana just knows that fucking ACAB. Like, you could see on both their faces when she did that. They went, oh, fuck. You shouldn't have done that. You're going to jail. And the street prophets in our truth were just laughing. And that was like the best part of the show. No, you know why the you know why that part was the best part of the whole segment, right? Because they were all of us in that moment. 
No. Why? Because the cops were arresting a black man. <laughs> there are three black people. Oh, I didn't make that connection. You didn't make that connection? No. That there were three stereotypical black characters on the show watching the black wrestler get arrested by white cops? Is Vince McMahon woke? Paul Heyman might be. I feel like that was a huge comment. I think that was the whole point of it. Was that was a commentary on it? I feel like I, I <laughs> and that's why I laughed so hard at it when it, it showed those three. I'm like, oh my god! Ah, oh, it's so funny. Then Drew McIntyre and Akira Tozawa had a match. Yeah, because Akira Tozawa is a tiny guy. And Akira Tozawa, I did not know this. But those He's are some, this. those are some super cool rising sun graphics. Super he, cool for you to use that imagery, WWE. He's had this. You've had time to complain about this. It's it's been a thing for years. Shows you how much I care about the cruiserweight division. Fair enough. <laughs> then that was a match that happened. I I enjoyed the uh, um, the. Uh, Xavier Woods on Twitter saying that if Akira Dazawa doesn't win, this is fake. And then, then Akira Dazawa didn't win, and he was sad. Then Drew McIntyre has some stuff to say about those people that are unhappy with WWE and decide to voice their opinions on Twitter that they're not happy. But I also hate Randy Orton. And he's like, Randy don't, Orton, you're... Don't, don't bring up Randy Orton on social media. You're stupid, stupid, stupid. Well, that's been a running thing. It's, it's, Why are they... The Kofi feud is done! Or has or been doing that since then. It's fine. And then I spaced out. My father called me and I, like, took a phone call for the next little bit. But he shouldn't bring up Randy Orton doing social media stuff. What if... Then Tony Khan's gonna get involved again. I mean, look, Tony Khan loves to get involved on Twitter. He needs to stop doing that. He also needs to stop wanking dogs. That's the other show. You don't get to do that on this show. <laughs> the alternative. Live on Wednesday nights. <laughs> they talk about dog wanking. Yeah, we're talking about big dog wanking. Ugh. <sighs> Yeah, I spaced out during this. I took a phone call. I came back and I just saw Humberto Carrillo wearing a WWE 2K20 tracksuit. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah. It, it's that's not good luck, Humberto, please. Is he even in that game? He is in that game. Okay, that's why he's wearing it then. Yeah, he was like one of the first stars they revealed. And they're like... Oh, wow, they put Humberto Carrillo in this. This is going to have a great roster. Humberto is cool. It is, but then also it's like, there's no fucking no Rush. The Rush got better in the ring. Not so Leo much Rush, outside the ring. But, like, Leo Rush isn't in the game. All his assets are oh, still in there. Oh, he's not? No. Oh, that's great. <laughs> he was announced for the game, and then he just wasn't in it. I... I would love to know the story behind that one. Yeah, like, he was announced for the game twice. His picture was in the roster reveal. 
And then they silently took it out, and he's nowhere to be found in the game, except for the fact that all his assets are still in there. And you patch can... him in. <gasps> they, yeah. They should, they should just patch him in the game. Do it, you cowards. And then Tony Nese and Alistair Black had a match that I can describe as a match that happened. I... Notice the theme that they're taking all the former cruiserweights and just making them jobbers. Which... Yeah. You know what? Okay. Then it's gonna happen to Drew Gulak. Except for Drew Gulak, you, you motherfuckers. He deserves better. Oh, sorry, continue. Well, I mean, they're, they're bringing back all the people from the Zotrain. No, stop. Making them jobbers no. because they're missing their leader. No, you stopped this. You stopped this right now. Officer Blast, cool. Yeah, you He's know He's still well, feuding with Buddy Murphy. Yeah, and then Andrade versus Eric Young, and I'm like, oh shit, Eric Young's alive, and then I got sad at how Sanity maybe is the most botched NXT call-up of all time. That's really fucking weird that they had him appeared during the commercial break and you heard the sanity music. That was that, weird. That's still his music. That's weird because Nikki Cross is also using a version of that. Look, in 2K20, Eric Young still has the sanity graphics even. Does he have the look? No, like it's like that's the thing is Eric Young is still just has the sanity titan trons but has a new look and that's in real life too. Okay, I wasn't sure if they also had him clean-shaven in the game or not. Yeah, no, he's clean-shaven and all that. That sucks. Yeah! Then the 24-7 championship and some NASCAR dude won. And then... Hey, guess what, Oscar? What? You said Truth was going to win it back by the end of the night. He did not. That NASCAR guy still has it. Hey, they could still post a video to social media. No, he's... I called it on on Discord. He's gonna race with the belt. Have him have him race, but then have R-Truth come up in a monster truck and crush his car in the middle of a race. No. He, they're gonna, he's gonna get out of the car while he's pitted, and he's gonna get pinned during the race. Just... Just pull a... Pull a Talladega Nights. Oh, and- man. Derp just notified me that the NASCAR season is over. Oh. What are they going to do with it now? Have him win the title at the start of the next, next NASCAR ha- season. Yeah, have hold the belt until that. Okay, fine. Just ice the belt for a while. That's fine. Have the belt be only defended in NASCAR races now. You have to race him for the title. <laughs> You know what? I'm not, I'm not against it. That'd be a then cool they, twist. And then they had this Cyber Monday ad. Yeah, they've been doing the the holiday ads with all different people. They had Heavy Machinery on SmackDown. Fuck Heavy Machinery. I know you hate them. So, but the Street Profits are like, we have the smoke. Does they want the smoke. But then they're like, we have the smoke. Which are the deals. Is the Street Profits thing just weed? Yes, it's always been weed. Okay, cool. Just I'm into it. I just need to know if it's weed. Of course it's weed. Then, they won't tell you it's weed. They'll they'll say it's something else, but it's weed. 
also, fuck No Way Jose. Like, at least Adam Rose was a good wrestler. Eh, no Way Jose served his purpose here. And having the conga line was a good part of this. I don't like Eric, Eric Rowan, though. I don't Despite like what you're doing with him. all my rage, I am still just a Rowan in a cage. And he went on about how, like, oh, he's he's your daddy, and, like, Daddy Rowan won't hurt you. Ooh, ooh. All this things you're saying, I, you wrote these down in the notes, I was really hoping you weren't going to say any of them, but you're saying all of them. <laughs> so what's in the cage? I hope they pull a, I, I hope they pull a seven and it's uh, no way Jose's head in the cage. No, I, I'm going to say it's Luke Harper. Like Luke Harper's head? No, his hopes and dreams. Oh, that's why it's empty. Exactly. Turns out that Rowan forgot to feed it. Whoopsies. Here we out. Here we out. No, it's... excuse me, not Rowan. Creative forgot to feed it. My bad. They're gonna open up the cage and it's the Bludgeon Brother hammer. And they're gonna bring that gimmick back. Only if it's talking. Talking hammer. <laughs> well, yeah, the hammer replaces Luke Harper. Oh, no. Luke Harper's, like... <laughs> Possess the hammer? The role of Luke Harper will now be played by Greg the Hammer Valentine. You motherfucker. <laughs> I'm mad and I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> then no way Jose and Eric Rowan had a match and I wrote in my notes again but louder this time fuck no way Jose at least Adam Rose was a good wrestler. Yep. Uh, the, the people in the conga line tried to mess with the cage, and that was a mistake. They should kill the whole conga line. He did! He killed them all! But then release No Way Jose. Why do you hate a guy who just has a job? It's a bad gimmick! It's a fine house show gimmick, and a jobber gimmick. It's We're not on a house show! He's a job... He never appears on TV. This was one of his rare appearances. The first job. time, the first time I watched Raw in months, and fucking no way Jose shows up. Yeah, the last did. time I watched Raw, no way Jose was fucking on it. They tailored this for you. They gave you the Rusev stuff first. <laughs> they giving you no way Jose. Such good shit, man. Just for you. Then Charlotte versus the Kabuki Warriors happened. I did not think this match was going to be good. It was oh. really good. I could not stop laughing at the subtitles on my TV that just said speaking in an alternate language. Yeah, you showed that image is pretty funny. But I like that they they cut the, that Oscar just yells a bunch in Japanese and Kyrie Sane is just laughing maniacally in the background. It's good. It's real good. It's a good gimmick. Yeah, see, that's why you, you can get over the pirate thing, because Kyrie Say is now just an insane Japanese lady. <sighs> that wears, like, black. Yeah, I know. You know what the like, most important thing about this match is, though? Kabuki Warriors won? Not just that they won. No mist. They did oh, not yeah? have to revert to use a mist. They just won the match by 
wrestling. Sure. And I think that's great. I really expected that the miss was going to lead to a, a bullshit finish, but no, they just straight up won the match. And it was lengthy, and Charlotte gave up, gave a really good fight because she's a flair, and she's a, like a, a million-time champion. And I don't think the Kabuki Warriors came out as looking bad at all. And the Viking Raiders had a match, and I don't even know who their opponent is because, like, I totally Jobbers. spaced. Oh, oh. names. Okay, because like I totally spaced out during this, and my the War Raiders just do that. And my they only were note yelling. for it is why is Ross so long? They yelled. They kept yelling. Are you watching? And everyone said, "This is the third hour." No, of course not. <laughs> why? I don't know why he kept calling it out the, that no one was watching the show. It was kind of fucked up. They also they also had an ad that it's like, we have top name guests on WWE backstage, not just from WWE, but from all of entertainment, like Seth Rollins. Yeah, it was weird, especially considering who their actual guest on that show is this week. Who is it? It's Stephen Amell. Ah, from Bullet Club. No, Stephen Amell from a little bit of the bubbly dot com. Amell from why won't you just sh- you're fucking Canadian? Just let me buy champagne from you. Is this still available? I it, I think it is. Let me look. A little bit of the bubbly is it still available. As of this recording, yeah, you can still buy it. Yeah, I think they said because the website went down, they were just going to be, they're just going to keep it up. And it's just like, if you order it later, it's just going to take a lot longer to get it. You should, you should get some. I mean, they won't ship it to Canada. Ship it to John. John will get it to you. We had this conversation off air. I know, I'm telling you now, just do it, you coward. USPS, it's elite. It's illegal for you to send alcohol through USPS. There's there's ways. Look, this is probably going to wind up with me shipping it to John and then taking a trip to Brooklyn in January to pick it up. Yeah, why not? You can come visit Philly while you're here. Come visit Brooklyn. Why don't you? Why don't you come in March to Philly? It's not like we have a major wrestling event coming up. WrestleMania is not in Philly. No, Elimination Chamber. But I don't have a ticket to Elimination Chamber. You, you can get tickets, fine. On a chair. You you can get a ticket with a chair. I mean, I'm also not paying that much money to go to see a match I can't look at in person. <laughs> What are you talking about? You can see through it. They fixed they fix the chamber. Yeah. They redesigned it. It's now like a bunch of glass so you can see through. But yeah, my, um, the next wrestling show I go to, I'm probably going to try to go to Double or Nothing too. Smart. Which, just hey, saying, if, the, if, the invite's open. You can keep, come crash on my couch if you want. Hey, if you want to come to Vegas with me. No, I can't. I'm literally using up all my vacation time this year. This upcoming year. No, oh, I can't. Sorry. Bye. Maybe one year I'll go. 
This is just not it. Well, take unpaid vacation. No. I, like, just, I, I need money. Just disappear for a week and they'll all think like... No, I need money! They'll all think like, what happened? You're gonna go to Vegas! You can earn that money! No, I'll lose it all! I don't trust you! You're a bad influence! <laughs> Please, we'll play Tiesto Slot Machine. No, that sounds like a horrible idea! The Tiesto Slot Machine has the biggest payout. Yeah, it doesn't pay out often. That's the worst fucking odds. I lost so much. I spent a hundred dollars. Oh, weird! Now you tell me you should do this thing. I lost so much fucking money on it. I spent a hundred dollars on the Tiesto machine, and then what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, look, Oscar. What? This is why I'm not going to Vegas with you. Hey, I won four hundred dollars on blackjack. I and then you lost it all. No, I I lost a, I lost I lost two hundred on blackjack, and then I'm like, okay, well I'm gonna spend my last fifty bucks on this one hand, and I won, and then I kept investing it until I like made my money. I don't. No, did you, at the end of the day, did you end up with a net positive when you left Vegas? I did end up with a net positive of about two hundred bucks. All right. I still don't trust you. I'm still not going with you. Well, sorry. I say net positive 200 bucks. I spent all that money on food. And a tailored suit. No, I got my tailored suit here. Oh, I thought and, you got one in Vegas, too. I don't know. And plus, my tailored suit here, like, 200 bucks didn't even cover the fucking shirt. Jesus Christ. Me and The Rock are officially $500 shirt buddies. Jesus, $500 for a shirt? Yeah. Just the shirt? Look, the, the suit was like three grand. What? What the fuck, Oscar? Three grand for a suit? A really good suit. You saw the picture of it. Oh, yeah, it's a fucking amazing suit. I wouldn't spend that much on a suit. Someone doesn't respect the maybe on a tuxedo. I would, but not a suit. No, like it was, but like it's all custom made with like really nice fabric. I noticed it's crazy, but no, it's I have so many better things to do with my money. To be fair, I got this as a Hanukkah gift. Oh, okay. So it wasn't your three thousand dollars you spent. I I owe half of it. Fifteen. Okay, fifteen hundred. That's fine. Three thousand is oh Jesus! I wish I had that kind of money to, to blow on things like that. You're 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 a crazy one, Oscar. If it makes you feel better, it's three thousand Canadian dollars, which is like twenty U.S. It's still a lot of money. <laughs> well, do, do you ever wear that suit? Uh, I mean, I haven't gotten the finished product yet. I'm gonna say that I'd be terrified to wear that. You spill but one I, thing on it, you're fucked. I will be wearing it on a Friday to my holiday party. Oh man, there's gonna be alcohol. Oh no. It has a pocket that's flask sized. Man, you're gonna you're gonna guess you're gonna go cosmic Oscar and you're gonna spill. Cosmo Oscar. I know you call it that. I call it cosmic because you're in outer space, man. But cosmic is not the name of a drink. I know, but you drink the Cosmos, it goes to the Cosmos. 
I, I have the suit. I have my floral shoes, which were which were very very nice as well. Also, like custom made. Mm hmm. You're crazy. <laughs> Let's quickly talk about the main event. It was the OC versus uh, Humberto Carrillo, Ricochet, and Rey Mysterio. Ricochet wants you to know that superheroes are real. I know it's a stupid thing that the that the creative wrote, but when he said it, I felt like he believes it, and I think that's bad. I think that makes it worse. Oh, it makes it 100% worse. I'm like, dude, I, you're fully invested in this, and I hate it. Why? Hear me you're out. You're better than this, Ricochet. Ricochet and the Hurricane is a tag team. Sure. And then Rey Mysterio really wants you to know that Humberto Carrillo is the future of WWE. Please, please, lucrative Latin did American you, market. Did you not hear what Ricochet called Rey Mysterio, though? No. Called him El Rey. Is that like offensive? The, no. The El Rey network is where they were on Lucha Underground together. Ah, that's cool. I I I I heard that. I went, oh come on, man! You can't you can't do that. And then and then as they're doing the promo, I I, I had a realization to myself. What? This is another goddamn Humberto Carrillo versus AJ Styles match. Oscar, it's like you don't even know the tagline that they put at the beginning of the show. <laughs> then, <laughs> now, forever. Why do they keep doing this match? Forever! Let Humberto Carrillo wrestle literally anybody else. No! <laughs> he had, he, he's going to do a battle royal to fight AJ again. That's uh, what he does. Ever. Uh, that's and, actually not true. Humberto can fight one of the, the good brothers. Uh, and then, like, speaking of music that's, like, not good... What the fuck is wrong with the OC theme? It's fine. But, like, AJ Styles, one of my favorite WWE themes. Gallows and Anderson, one of my favorite WWE themes. This theme is the most forgettable, generic radio rock theme. <laughs> yeah. Just let fine. them use Omen in the Sky. I, I, I like that when they do their full entrance... To the music, they do the uh, the too sweet, and then they slam it down. And the fireworks go off. To the music, it's it's cool. They also played an ad for a house show in Toronto tonight, like six times. Well, they and really want you to go. The tagline is "It's the most yaoi wowie time of the year." Yeah, you should go. That sounds great. It's in two. It's in like three weeks, and they promised me that great seats are still available. Oh, you should go then. Not going to this show. I apologize. In the in in our private chat, I kept calling it Rico Coliseum. I forgot they renamed it to Coca Cola Coliseum like six months ago. <laughs> oh, that's awful. So I'm not gonna fucking go to the Coca-Cola Coliseum. No, please call it the Coke Coliseum. Which is it's just it's just a pile of cocaine. 
That would make it a more interesting place. No, it's actually next to the uh, stables for police horses, so that area just always smells like shit. Wow. That's actually true. It is right next... It's like the fucking arena is next to the police horse stables. That's... Oh, that's, that's probably awful. It's really fucking bad. It's also where... It's also where uh, Bebo Field is. Toronto FC play. That's a, that sounds real shitty. Bill Field is not a good stadium. I'm shocked to hear this. Like it, I'm just being mean. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Trust me. Bebo Field is. It looks ugly. It has fucking bleachers. Mm-hmm. Like, I went to Bebo Field to watch Toronto FC play, like, a week after I went to the first game at the new Tottenham Stadium, and it's just like, wow, this is like going back in time to a shitty 70s stadium, but it was Mm -hmm. built this decade. Uh, Before we continue the main event, we do have a comment from the chat, bringing back to the Eric Rowan uh, conversation. Uh, uh, they're saying that they sh- that like like Jake the Snake, uh, they should bring back live animals to the ring. Please don't, please don't bring live animals back to the ring. AEW is really bad for this, and I hate how many live animals AEW has. Where is that? If they're actual animals that you can't control to do cues. Look, as good of a joke as Chris Jericho was, it it's was pretty, not pretty good joke. But also, it was not... That poor goat. That fucking poor goat. Yeah. Yeah. If it was a snake on, in in the cage, it'd probably be okay. I feel like you can train a snake, but also at the same time, it's like... In retrospect, a lot of that Jake the Snake stuff was probably way crueler than it should have been. Oh, 100%. I would hope that if they did something in 2019, they would have, you know animal handlers to take care of the animal. Hell, Coco Beware was probably crueler than it needed to be. Yeah, I can see that. Did Coco Beware have, like, Pyro or something? I don't... I wasn't watching that, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I know do- I know that the dogs hate Pyro. I just know that Coco Beware knows that your love is like a pile driver. God. That's... Let's- it's an unironically un- love the wrestling album and Pile Driver the wrestling album too. Of course you would. Stand I, I, back I, is on Pile Driver. It's it's a great song. God damn it, Oscar! Let's just let's just let's just get back to the 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 uh, the main event of Raw and talk about how Ricochet is really good at taking the Saws Clash off of the middle rope. Yeah, no, Ricochet's good. He's, the, he's done this multiple times. This, the, it is six incredibly talented people in this ring. And then, I wish I cared. Yeah. All I can think about during this match is what I eventually messaged Trace about is like, hey, just to be clear, like, Styles, Gallows, and Anderson is absolutely not the original club, right? Oh, it's them being heels. No, I think it's WWE being like, 
No, fuck the elite and fuck Japan. We have our we have the good club. No, this whole this gimmick is intentionally the the you know piss off uh, smarks. <laughs> like that's the only reason they they would say the only club that matters is just to piss off those fans. Pissed me off. Well, there you go. It's working. Yeah, it's working so good. I'm not gonna watch Raw next week. Oh, it's a shame. The show was fucking terrible. Eh. I've I've seen worse. See, because I watch it every week, so I I know. believe you that you've seen worse, but like this was a tolerable episode. I I didn't nothing like actually like offended me on it. Yeah, I think part of it is I having not watched Raw for a while, I forgot just how long Raw is. Mm-hmm. And like Dynamite, like not to harp on about. Brand like brand warfare oh, ship, but like oh please tell me more about the the, sh- the how great the shows are that you cover on Wednesdays that I don't get to talk about. Dynamite's a really good show, and it's like really easy to watch. I, really good show is the word I would use. I like Dynamite a lot. I I I enjoy Dynamite for the most part. Last week's Dynamite, but wasn't. they but they miss when they miss they miss real hard. Yes, I... Look, don't get me wrong. There has been some stinkers that AEW has put out. We'll yeah, talk like, about... Like, like that like that debut that they had last week. That was real great. Or I, that, that guy in commentary they had on for the first match. That was wonderful. I really like the debut. I'm, I'm really excited for the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny. Like, I actually think that's... And I, I'll, I'll just say this now, because I don't think I'm... I'm not sure if I'm going to be on the show on Wednesday. And to get a little bit off topic, but, like... I thought the debut was well done, considering it's like... <laughs> who are these people? I'm going to tune in next week. I think the problem lies in, like... I don't care about them. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. I... But also, like... I... I the debut's do. bad though when the crowd's completely silent. They debuted them in the wrong area. They should have debuted them. They like, I know they're not going to. I know they're not going to like Quebec or Toronto or New York anytime soon. But like, that's where you debut them because yeah, that's absolutely. where they're no, that's where they're notable. Like, yeah, that's why I'm saying it was a miss. It was a miss, you know, by them. They should have planned it better. They need, they need to AEW needs to improve on those type of things. Well, in their defense, they they're not coming to that part of the world anytime well, they soon. Sh- well, they should. Yeah, they should come to Toronto. They're the ones that booked their this stuff. They should plan this. Yeah, but you know we stop have to being, be back stop in, being in the south. We have to be in. This is in Chicago. Well, they're going down south next. Yeah, and like, to be fair, I'm kind of surprised that Chicago, maybe they're a little bit too Midwest for that, and I guess, I would have thought Chicago being smarky the way they are would have known who they were. Chicago is fucking tired, they just had a whole weekend of wrestling. You understand all the WWE stuff was all Chicago too, right? I know. I, I mentioned that on Heel Turn last week. I'm like, that guy's going to be exhausted. But, like, I did... I actually... 
don't think the debut of the Butcher of the Blade and the Bunny was as bad as people are making it out to be. And I I, I, I I think what hurt them more was not JR saying who are these people, but like Excalibur, who's supposed to be this wrestling encyclopedia, just saying, it's the Butcher of the Blade and the Bunny. And it's like, you yeah. could almost who, hear... You can almost hear JR kind of like telling him, tell us more about this. And like, I don't know. I'm sorry, JR was too busy talking about how Oriental people look. Uh, I, JR, bring back, where's Tony Schiavone been? Schiavone's really good. Yeah. I said I hope I hope uh, AEW succeeds, but also they are the most like under the um, under the microscope wrestling company with the most scrutiny ever in history because of their position. Yeah, and they, and they need to rise above it. But also, you know, it's it's trial by fire. I mean, I don't think that's AEW's fault. That no, it's not their them. fault. But I'm just saying that, that you know they have to rise above this, and I hope they do. It's just not going to be easy. Yeah. I also do feel, though, that there is a certain thing where it's like fans have gotten too used to the WWE style where it's like, oh, this surprise return and Michael Cole's reading off their Wikipedia page. No, but also I need to know something about why I should care about who these people are. I think the I understand the philosophy of like tune in next week to find out. Like, yeah, if they even show up next week. I mean, I feel like they gotta. I'm more interested in the Dark Order, to be honest. That's who I want to know more about. They're do- I, I can't believe they're doing good stuff with the Dark Order, and that's why the fact that they're able to make the Dark Order interesting is why I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt on the Butcher, the Blade, and the Buddy. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll see what they can do with it, but not, you know. We'll see. Yeah, but you know what, Oscar? This is all stuff you guys can talk about on Wednesday. Where I'm yeah, no, we have we have a show for this. I'm nowhere to be found on that. I I only get to talk about bad wrestling, so it's it's fine. I do it so you guys don't have to. You're welcome. Well, thank you, Owen. You're a mensch. I I I, you know I'm I'm a martyr. It's fine. But uh, I'm gonna say that's it for heel turn. A production of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool. It's not cool. Yes, we do this show, Heel Turn, live every Monday night. A little after 11 o'clock, right after Raw goes off the air. John will hopefully be back. And I hope he doesn't. He hasn't like found the window and jumped out and never comes back. Is that, that would be bad. Just wait for Americana Spectacular 5. No... No, I don't want to. I don't want to do the show by myself again. You don't understand how hard it is to do a podcast by yourself. I do understand how hard it is. I I did that for six months. No, I did offer to help you for those six months, and you were like, no, no, because you were still, you know, you still didn't prove yourself, which you thankfully did through the Patreon and through your show, the Heel Alternative, which is also. Live Wednesday nights. I don't know when you guys go live. So, sometime after the wrestling. We typically go live at about 10, 30, 11. 
Yeah, over on the same Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash pro wrestling. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we have a website, pro wrestling.cool. Go to the website. All the podcasts are up there. Uh, we'll have more stuff, you know, letting you know about all the things going on. And if you want to support us financially, not just, then, you know. Then what would I am, John? No, he's not even on the show. Come on. Also, you don't get any of that. I don't get any of the Patreon money either. I contribute to the Patreon. I I know. The point is, I want the Patreon to grow so I can be able to, you know, actually, yo, spend the money on the people who help make this website run instead of me just paying the the servers to keep running and let us host all these files. Uh, but yes, please please give us money at Patreon cool. Patreon.cool. Uh, we have a bunch of tiers there. Uh, $1 tier will get you the show notes for this and every show. Oscar wrote a lot of notes for Raw this week, so get ready to read you, all those. You are getting your money's worth whenever I'm on the show. And it, it, it's true. $5 a month gets you uh, our pay-per-view podcast, where we go in-depth on every pay-per-view. We had a whole bunch recently. Full Gear, uh, the Saudi Arabia show... Uh, Survivor Series of War Games. I'm guessing we're going to do one for TLC coming up. So yeah, whole, whole, that, whole bunch that, of great stuff there. That Crown Jewel podcast is still one of my favorite shows I've recorded with you. And people who subscribe at $5 a month can get to hear that. Uh, and at nine ninety nine a month, uh, you get an exclusive podcast every month. I believe at some point me and Trace are going to get together and run down the card for Wrestle Kingdom both nights and talk about our thoughts about how New Japan's doing. Especially with Harold Mage going out there and talking about the current state of the company and their relationships with other companies. Interesting stuff. Um, Social media. Facebook, search for ProWrestling.Cool. We're on there. Lots of people on there liking us. Thank you so much. Twitter at PWDOTC. We're also at the heel turn where we sometimes do commentary during shows. We, we, we need to do that more often. Uh, Oscar, where can they find you on any social media platform that they should so desire? You can find me on Twitter at Osaka the Great, Instagram oh at Osaka the Great, uh, twitch.tv slash Osaka the Great. If you look up Osaka the Great on any social media site, odds are you found me. Why do you and Rhythm Bastard both have these fucking scripts? I try to make it easier for you to just say the thing, and you have to say the whole spiel every time. It's called branding, Owen. If you understood that, maybe this show would be bigger. How dare you. (laughs) Love you, Our numbers are fine. Our numbers are fine. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at the underscore ozone. Well, Oscar. Well, Owen. I, I... I think I survived this. It, it was it was bad, but it wasn't as bad as I had expected. So why was it bad? There were some tangents, and you I kept trying be- to bring up a certain uh, wrestler who, you know, sexually assaults people. So yeah, but I didn't bring up the other wrestler that I'm. No, we're, to bring that's up. it. We're done for the show. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We will be back next week. Uh, Oscar will be back Wednesday. Maybe. Someone will be back Wednesday for to talk about the good wrestling. 
So until at the then, very least, you'll get your weekly dose of John. That's true. He'll be there. Bye, everyone. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.